What's up, everybody? It's going to be a fun, fun day of boxing. Uh, we got a huge, huge fight between in the heavyweight division between Anthony Joshua and Alexander Yusik. Anthony Joshua, of course, is going to be stepping in, bringing all three of his major sanctioning body titles, putting those on the line. And he's also going to be putting the IBO, which is a lesser known title, but also highly recognized. He's going to put that IBO title on the line as well. So all belts on the line. Anthony Joshua stepping into the ring uh, at 24 and one with 22 knockouts to his uh, record um, and to his favor. And, uh, and of course, his one defeat came at the hands of Andy Ruiz a couple years back. And that was also a stoppage uh, loss for him. So the 24-1 with 22 knockouts, Anthony Joshua bringing uh, three titles, uh, bringing the crowd with him as well. This is going to be at the Tottenham uh, Hotspur uh, Stadium in London. Uh, they're expecting approximately 60 to 65,000 people, uh, to attend this event. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be something else. This, this fight has been rumored that it was gonna take place. It's been talked about. And here it is. We've been waiting for it. We've been waiting for it. And as, as highly anticipated as it was, it kind, it didn't catch the same steam as the Joshua, uh, Tyson Fury, um, fight. Uh, was catching because that that's what everybody expected that that was going to happen this summer and then that fight ended up falling through then we ended up having Tyson Tyson Fury uh, sign that trilogy fight against um, Deontay Wilder and then that fight has been postponed because of COVID a positive COVID test on the Fury side and it's been delayed but that fight's going to be coming up here in a couple weeks a couple weeks time this one didn't catch as much steam, but for the hardcore boxing fans and even for the casuals that follow Anthony Joshua, this this is a big this is a big event for them. Now, Alexander Yuzik he's bringing an eighteen and zero record with thirteen knockouts to his favor. Of course, this is a former undisputed cruiserweight champ and very good boxing to to come along with them that's going to accompany him he's got good boxing he puts his punches well together and uh and i i don't know how this is going to play out i i'm leaning towards anthony joshua being able to pull out uh the decision victory i don't think he's going to be able to stop alexander yuzik i don't see alexander yuzik having the power to be able to stop anthony joshua but that's why we're tuning in to see what's going to happen Alexander Yuzik puts his punches together very well, um, but it doesn't look like his punching power has transitioned all the way from the power that he that he was displaying at cruiserweight. Uh, of course, that fight against Derek Chisora turned out to be a lot harder for him than than it should have been. Um, that ended up going all the way. Derek Chisora, of course, is a game fighter. He's a come forward, come at you type fighter. And Alexander Yusek had trouble with that. Uh, Alexander Yusek with his boxing, I think his boxing is a little bit, um, more refined than that of Anthony Joshua's. Uh, this fight's going to play out one of two ways. Either Anthony Joshua steps in and lets his power be known and sets the pace from the onset, which is very likely because he tends to do that every single fight. He lets the, the opponents feel his power early and and he takes control of the pace. I see the same thing happening today. If if Usyk comes back with something strong and shakes up Anthony Joshua, Anthony Joshua is going to try to get back at Usyk. 
if Usyk ends up connecting a second time with something of note that will catch Anthony Joshua or the corner's uh, attention, then I see Anthony Joshua uh, getting on the bicycle like he did on the rematch with Andy Ruiz and and pulling out the decision that way, uh, picking Usyk apart, outboxing him, outpointing him, and and getting the decision. Uh, Usyk is doesn't have that doesn't have that that spark in him to switch momentum. He either he either takes uh, over the fight and sets the pace, or he just goes along with the flow uh, and and welcomes the flow as it presents itself. He's not one to uh, to to switch momentum. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a back and forth like we saw with uh, Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko. I don't think this is going to be a back and forth like we saw with Andy Ruiz and Joshua in the first fight. Uh, even Pulev, who was trying to go after Anthony Joshua, but the power was just too much against him. Usyk is not that type of fighter. Yes, he has he has power when he sees a weakness or an opening. He goes for it, but he's that's it. He's very he's very calculated in his in his approach. So it's going to be an interesting fight. This is happening in a few hours' time, of course. Uh, so big big day of boxing. This card again, uh, Eddie Hearn and and the Zone they put this card together. Uh, but this is not for the casual fan. This is definitely a, a card that got put together for the European boxing fan, for the British boxing fan. Because if you look at this card, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna really recognize. If you're a casual fan, there's really no names that will pop out of your head. Maybe if you were a casual fan for years, you'll recognize the Hatton last name. Campbell Hatton's gonna be uh, on the undercard. He's three and zero. He's going for his fourth professional fight. So you'll recognize the son of of um Ricky Hatton being taking part of the card you'll recognize the last name that is if you're a casual fan of years back of years past uh other than that this this card was put together for the British fan for the European fan uh from there you won't really recognize any names that will pop up unless you're actually following these divisions and you're following them closely for the British fans, of course, the co-main event is going to be Lawrence O'Coley. Lawrence O'Coley is the WBO cruiserweight champ and He's got power. He brings power. He brings excitement to each one of his fights. Lawrence O'Coley is going against Dylan Prasovich. Uh, Lawrence O'Coley steps in as 16-0 with the WBO title around his waist. And Dylan Prasovich steps into the ring at 15-0. Similar knockouts, 13-12 knockouts. Uh, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be hopefully a fight that will, that will excite the crowd and will prep the crowd for the main event. Uh, that, that follows this fight. Other than that, the only other name that will pop out, uh, at, at your, at your head, uh, or that will pop out and grab your attention will be that of Callum Smith. Callum Smith's gonna be, uh, making his debut at the 175 pound division. Uh, of course, why would you know this name? Well, he's the one that got his, his ass handed to him last December by Canelo Alvarez. He, he was posing the biggest threat to Canelo Alvarez, the biggest height difference, the biggest punching power that Canelo Alvarez had faced, aside from that of Sergey Kovalev and the threat that he was supposed to pose to Canelo. Callum Smith was it. And then after the fight, the way that Canelo dismantled Callum Smith, took those titles from him, took the Ring Magazine title from Callum Smith, and cemented himself as the who's who in the 168 division, Callum Smith turned out to be more noise than than anything. Now he's debuting at 175. He's a really good boxer. I like Callum Smith. But for some reason, he just caved in and did not pose the threat that he was supposed to and fight the way that he was supposed to against Canelo. He had the power, he had the reach, he had the height. 
the plan, the game plan, whether it was on, he, he failed to execute badly. Nonetheless, that name will pop up. Hopefully, he's successful today. He's going to be fighting Lenin Castillo. That's going to be a 10-rounder. That's the third the third fight in, in order. Um, Florian Marco, who's been making a lot of noise, uh, he's going to be fighting. He's 8-0-1. He has one draw to his record. He's going to be fighting Maxim Prodan. Um, Florian Marco, of course, is a welterweight. That's a... Uh, that fight's going to catch some noise because these are prospects, right? These are these are names that are starting to come up. These are names that are starting to to make a little noise and catch a little traction in in uh in their careers. So 8 and 0 with one draw, six knockouts to to his favor. Maybe Florian Marco down the line will fight someone like Conor Benton. That will be that will be a big fight for the European fans. He's an Albanian fighter. Uh Strong hands, strong punching power. So we'll see. That one should be a fun fight as well. Definitely a card, like I said, built for the European and the British boxing fans. So congratulations because boxing is back. And uh, and in London, of all places, 60,000, 65,000 expected to, to be in attendance. That's going to be awesome. Who else is drawing numbers like that? Anthony Joshua, time and again, draws the biggest numbers, the biggest ticket sales for for British boxing fans and for the British public. And of course, I mean, we saw that, that sellout against Vladimir Klitschko years back, right? And I think it was a hundred thousand plus at Wembley. So that's going to be, that's going to be entertaining to see big, big event. The other event that's going to be taking place in elsewhere in uh, throughout Europe is going to be in Spain, in Madrid, Spain, uh, Sergio Martinez. This is the third fight since he announced his return. He had two fights in 2020 and he's going to be he's going to be Argentinian fighter who's been living in in Spain now for for years he's stepping into the ring with a 53 3 and 2 of course nothing to do with the Anthony Joshua card right the Anthony Joshua and uh Alexander Usyk is a fight that we're that we're looking forward to i'm just giving you something else that may you may have overlooked or you didn't even know about Sergio Martinez, supposedly the zone's also going to be playing this. I know the South America and Argentinian channel TNT Sports usually plays uh, his fights because he is an Argentinian fighter who's based out of Spain now. He's This is his third fight since his return to the middleweight division, to professional boxing. He's not partaking in the exhibitions, but he's back and he's trying to make a run at a title again. 53 Three and two is the record that he'll be stepping into the ring uh, tonight with 30 knockouts of those came um, or 30 of those 53 wins came by way of knockout and two of his three defeats were stoppage losses one to Margarito and of course the end of his career against uh, Miguel Cotto. So last year, he ended up beating Jose Miguel Fandino, who had a uh, 15, 15 and 6 record when he stepped into the ring. Uh, that took place in Spain also. He stopped them. Sergio Martinez stopped them in the seventh round. That was August of 2020, so just over a year ago. And then in December, he ended up fighting Jesse Coivula. Uh, who stepped into the ring with the 24-7-1 record in December. And he ends up... Uh, that fight ends up getting stopped due to a cut in the ninth round, and Martinez gets the TKO win. Now he's coming back against Brian Rose. Brian Rose is stepping into the ring with a 32-6-1 record. And um, Brian Rose, of course, is a British fighter. Uh, he's been in some 
decent fights in uh in in his career he's had some decent decent opposition he didn't fight 2020 but he did fight this past uh march earlier this year against jose lopez clavero who had a very i mean it was a journeyman type fight just a, a get ready or stay 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 warm type of fight uh the the gentleman clavero had a 13 and 14 so more losses than wins 13 14 one record when he stepped into the ring that was a majority decision win for brian rose um who has he fought uh alistair warren um uh, that was another journeyman who's been around with uh some of the bigger names that you'll recognize uh other than that jack arnfield was a 23 and 2 record when he stepped in against brian rose matthew macklin you'll recognize that name he's a former foe of sergio martinez and of course he ended up fighting uh, uh names like triple g as well so that's one of the biggest names that he has to uh to his resume a loss to matthew macklin uh he split uh he split victories with uh, Carson Jones, who was a former foe of Antonio Margarito. Um, other than that, Anthony Fowler is a is a prospect that he ended up losing to. Anthony Fowler stepped into the ring at nine and one uh, when when they faced off each other in 2019. Anthony Fowler is now 15 and one, so he continues on with his career, making some noise. He's set to fight Liam Smith actually uh, here in a couple weeks' time. So. Brian Rose, I mean, good opponent. I, if 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 we're looking for Sergio Martinez to start resurging and start climbing up the ranks, Brian Rose is definitely a big step up from Fandino and Coivula. So this is a good test for him. Let's see where he's at because the other guy, Brian Rose, is younger and he's had some decent opposition. Not the greatest, but decent opposition. And it's definitely the right step up for Sergio Martinez to continue to climb up uh, the ranks uh, if he's really serious about making a run for a title. So... Let me know. I don't know how you guys have it. I'll definitely do a post, uh, uh, a recap episode for this huge, huge, huge heavyweight fight between Oleksandr Yusek and Anthony Joshua. Yusek making noise. He, ever since he transitioned over to, to the heavyweight division, uh, this is, he's trying to take over. He was the undisputed at the, at the division below. And now he's trying to take over the heavyweight division. Big, big goals, big aspirations for him. And he's got the talent to do it. He's got the talent to do it. So Alexander Usyk stepping in uh, with an 18 and 0 record. Anthony Joshua with a 24 and 1 record. The knockout power, the punching power, the strength, the height, the size is definitely on the side of the British fighter. Alexander Usyk brings a little bit better boxing, maybe similar to that of uh, Andy Ruiz. Not as fast hands um, or speedy hands. But definitely has, uh, I would think, the power and and the combinations, the combinations, the way that he puts his punches together, uh, definitely favor Alexander Yusik, more of an inside type fighter, and that's how he's going to have success tonight. In my opinion, he has to make it an inside type fight, get on the inside, take the body out from Anthony Joshua, and uppercuts, 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 because he is a shorter fighter. Hopefully, one of those will will catch Anthony Joshua for Anthony Joshua. He just has to keep them at bay. And every every time that Anthony Joshua measures the fighters and he keeps the fight happening in the center of the ring, he measures the fighters with one hand and then lets go, whether it's a left to right or right to left, that one-two is deadly for Anthony Joshua, usually pushing those opponents towards the ropes and then he's able to put them down or put them out. Only two of those victories have come by way of decision. Everybody else has been knocked out or stopped by Anthony Joshua. So... 
that's some food for thought right there. Uh, if he stops Alexander Yusek, that's going to be a huge, huge, huge victory for him. And it will cement him as the top dog in the heavyweight division. And of course, in two weeks' time, we'll have the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder uh, trilogy. That will get settled. And and then hopefully we'll see Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua or the long-awaited Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua fight, depending on who comes out victorious there. So... Anthony Joshua, Alexander Yusek happening in a few hours' time later today, Saturday, uh, and that's happening at the Tottenham Hotspur, uh, huge soccer stadium out there in London, and then in Madrid, Spain, later today, later this evening, um, that's going to be uh, Sergio Martinez in this third fight since he since his return to the ring against Brian Rose. Guys, big big sports day. It's a pleasure to be back on the mic with you guys. Enjoy the day. I'll catch you guys on the recap episode. Stay safe. Talk to you soon.